Is this a private prison? It's a prison. Is it private? No. You okay, it's public. You're welcome here. I'm trying to leave. Can I leave? Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not cuffing me. Yes, I am. No, you're not. And that's why I tried to record, but by that time it was too late. I couldn't record in that time because by then, boom, he just you right in the face. And I knocked his ass out, and the other one didn't get out the car. That's exactly what I did. I couldn't believe that I just got literally knocked out by a prison warden. If it weren't for the video that just came out. He's getting away with it. He may still get away with it. I just can't believe what happened. I'm, I'm still in shock about it. Hey, this is Matt Cox, and I am here with Christian Sand. He's involved in an incident in, I think it's Pulaska County in Arkansas. There was an issue with the warden. I saw the video the other day. And it was just insanity, and we'll probably, I'm sure we will show the video and we're going to go over and kind of talk about what happened. And it's uh, anyway, you have to watch the video to be to be honest with you. And so check out the interview real quick, because I mean, I did, you know, obviously I watched the video um, and it was like I was <laughs> still in shock. I, I can't believe it happened. First of all, I didn't think he would do that. Right. I, I, I was just so in shock. You saw in the video, I couldn't believe that I just got close to being knocked out by a prison warden that holds a higher standard than almost everybody. It's, it's insane. Right. I don't think I watched the full version. I watched the version where it kind of just shows you're, you're driving through the area and it seemed like you just pulled into the prison or to the jail. It's a jail, right? Is it uh, jail or prison? It's a state prison, I think. State prison. So you just pulled into the visitor section to what, just like check it out or, and, or turn around? Well, the thing is, I drive past it every single day. Like, it's one of those things that you drive by, oh, what is that? What is that? What is that? Right. Pretty sure a lot of people have those. So it was like, it's a long road. The road's probably like a mile long, at least, to go down there. So I was driving down there. I was like, oh, Taylor, my friend's name's Taylor. Look at this, the prison, the prison. So we drove into the parking lot to turn around, the visitor parking lot. And then I was there for probably about 30 seconds to a minute on my GPS looking. And then I got a warden, one of the, I don't think he was the warden. Uh, someone came up to my car and said, hey, what are you doing here? I said, I'm just here looking at the prison. I said, I don't need to tell you what I'm doing here. I said, this is public. I'm going to leave now. And that's when someone blocked me into the prison because they didn't want me to leave for some reason, even though I wanted to leave. Right. They played, they, they pulled the uh, car up and blocked the exit from yes. the visitation uh, parking lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I saw in the video. So Yeah. And I kept telling them, can I leave? Can I please leave? And that's when the guy was like, oh, you're not – oh, we're searching your car. I'm like, you're not searching nothing of mine. You ain't right. searching nothing. And I said, can I go? I started – that's after I started recording. I started recording. I said, can I just leave? He's like, no, you're welcome here. He said it twice. And what? You're welcome here. And then I said, can I leave? He's like, I don't know how you're going to leave. And that's when I started getting out, recording everything. I started recording the parking lots, showing that there's no signs anywhere, saying that it's restricted, showing the person blocking me in, saying that I couldn't physically leave. What were they saying they were concerned with or that they wanted to search your car for? Well, they didn't say anything to me. They didn't say nothing. They didn't say what they were concerned about. They just said, oh, we're allowed to search your car. We can search your car. Uh, and we're going to search your car. I'm like, you're not searching nothing right. online. But they're really not allowed to search your car, right? Like they are if you give them permission. They didn't get nothing from me. But no but, permission. Yeah. Right, but 
I was going to say, but so the, from what I saw of the video, like technically they're allowed to request to search your car, but if you refuse, then they basically have to escort you off the property. Yes. Cause they're not police. I didn't know that until the other day. I mean, I'll talk about it later, but I literally got a call from my lawyer two day, on Friday telling me what they can't and can't do. And as it turns out, they couldn't even do nothing. So I just wanted to leave at that point. And they couldn't search my car. They didn't want to search me. If they, if I knew they would give me an ultimatum, hey, you either stay here and we search you or you leave and we don't search you, I would choose leave. Then the warden comes, right? The warden was in the car the whole time. He was the car that was blocking me the whole time in, in, the, in the thing. He was that black car. Right. At the uh, in the driving or for the visitors in the parking lot, blocking me. Well, how long did this go on before he got out of the out of his vehicle and came over? Thirty seconds, a minute. And then he came over and started talking to you. Mm-hmm. Said he wanted to search the car. All this stuff. Yep. Right. I didn't start recording until like a minute after I started talking to him. Because a minute before that, I wasn't thinking really. I wasn't thinking, oh, what could happen? He was just saying, oh, you're restricted. I'm like, no, I'm not. Can I just leave? Can I just leave? And that's when I started, said, oh, I should be recording this because he can say anything at that point. Right. Do you ever watch those, the uh, like First Amendment auditors or anything like that? I wasn't a big fan until this happened, actually. Until after this? <laughs> yeah. Now, I, now I'm addicted to them. Yeah, because I mean, like they have to suspect you. Well, first of all, they're not police officers, so the the, the people, the guards at the at the um, at the prison, they, they can't really do anything other than ask you to leave the premises. But they weren't allowing you to leave the premises. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, even the police, they have to suspect you of a crime before they can ask to search a vehicle. They have to be able to to tell you what the crime is, and and I can understand that. Like if they thought, okay, well, this guy's making like a you know, guys will drop off. Uh, so in a prison, a lot of times what will happen is somebody will come and they'll drop off something. And then when the when the prisoners go to mow the yard or something, they'll know where it is. But first of all, I, I, they would never – nobody would drop anything off at a visitation area. Does it make sense? Like like it's too accessible. They, would have, to, they have to go through the woods, drop it off at the tree line. Like it's, it's too it's, – it's just not accessible. So to me – it doesn't make sense, but they called the cops. What happened when the cops got there? Well, nothing's been reported. I said, can someone record this? None of them were body cams. First right. of all, the state didn't have body cams. What happened when the uh, state trooper got there is I thought he would let me go, to be honest with you, because right. I thought he would have enough common sense to realize that, oh, he didn't really do anything. And I thought they would tell him, oh, we blocked him in and he wanted to leave. That didn't happen. So when the state got there, he just arrested us, and he told me inside of the cruiser that it wasn't my call to arrest you. It was someone else's because I looked at the ticket. I got a citation for it and didn't have his name on it. So someone else made the arrest for it inside the prison. I don't know who it was. I never met him, never talked to him or anything. So all the state did does was, was transport us over to the jail, me and my friend. And we were in the jail for no longer than 20 minutes. We, we were there. We got our fingerprints taken. Then he literally walked us right on out. And well, I have a question. What what was what were you arrested for? What was the actual charge? Just trespassing. Trespassing. But, I mean, but trespassing, they asked you to leave and you wanted to leave. They never asked me to leave. 
Okay, so they said you were allowed to stay and then blocked yeah. you in? They never once said you have to leave. They said – the guy actually said you are allowed to be here. I'm like, okay, then can I leave? And then they never let me leave. They blocked me in. Right. Okay, so they walked you They walked you out, and what happened? Uh, the sheriff, I asked the state trooper. State trooper transported me. as like – he was chill. But for his circumstances, I was pissed off, so I wouldn't really like respect him that much because it was kind of aggravating. He said to me, he told me that it wasn't my call to do this. I'm just transporting you. I have nothing to do with it. And he said that basically, oh, they wanted you arrested. They wanted you to get off of here. And I told them personally that all that's going to happen is what has happened, that I'll take him in to get print and release. That's what it's called in Arkansas, print release. I got printed and released, and he told that to the arresting officer at the prison, and they didn't care. They still wanted me gone. What happened? Did you go out and get it? Did you contact an attorney immediately? Did right they... away. Okay. What did he say? He said it's bullshit. <laughs> I, I contacted an attorney probably an hour after, and he's been helping me with this other stuff too. He said, yeah, it's complete beep, beep, beep. I'm going to be there to represent you and everything about it. Me and my friend are doing it together because they put us together on the same ticket. It's in October. It's coming up, actually. But he um, said, just, you need to sue them. This is before the incident at the Mexican restaurant happened. He says, he's also a civil attorney. And he said, yeah, this is what happened to you. If you told me everything is truthful, he's like, yeah, I'll help you uh, put in a civil litigation after this whole thing is over and everything. Well, what's good is you have the, the, the thing at the prison, you have it on on video part of it uh, just when i i just have the part that you saw and i sent you that's the only part on video and the part on their security cameras but i don't know how much that got but nothing else has been recorded i said can someone please record this like to the people like there's like at least minimum 25 people there just standing around doing nothing trying to figure out what i was doing there they said six different agencies none of them had body cams or anything, not even state had body cam or what happened. And that's the only part they got recorded was my cell phone and security cameras. All right. So what happened then? Like you spoke with your attorney, you figured, okay, we've got a court date. He's saying he can get this quashed. And then you get hungry one night. <laughs> Is that, was, that, was that the next thing that happened? <laughs> this happened like two months later. Yeah. I got hungry. I'm a, I'm a very, I'm a usual to this place. I go here three times a week and I, I call on the phone and I say, Hey, this is Chris. You know what I want. And then hang up. Right. They have it ready like that. So I, I called it in. I went over there and I said, Hey, my friend, we're driving up there. It's around a seven, 10 minute drive. And then I, I drive over there and then I'm like, Hey, is that the warden? He'll see us inside picking up his food. I said, is that the warden to my friend Taylor? And he's like, no, I don't think it is. So then he started walking outside. I was like, yes, warden. Put down my window. And I said, hey, f*** you. F*** you. And I said, f*** you fat ass. Because he's a big dude. He's on the video. He's like 400 pounds. <laughs> and then after that, he came up to my door handle, ripped my card handle off. And then he went for a punch. But my window was like right here. So right. he punched me through glass. Unless he wouldn't hurt himself. So he went for a punch. It was like an air punch, and then he walked off, smashing my mirror, ripping my car handle off. And after that, 
I drove out. I wanted to, you know, let the situation calm down because I did have food inside. So I was driving around with my friend for probably about, I'd say, three to five minutes. And then I came back, walked inside to get my food. I didn't even know he was still there because I didn't see him inside anymore. And then I saw him like a silhouette. I was pacing to the door. I saw like a little silhouette. Well, he wasn't there anymore. He was across. No. He was in the parking lot across the street, right? Or, or yeah, farther down in the parking lot. I didn't know exactly where he was in the parking lot until I saw the security video. But he was like kind of far away from the door. Yeah. And yeah, you, see just, him. you can see him like come across the parking lot. Like you pull mm-hmm. in, you go inside. He comes. To, it's like he waited for you to get inside. It seemed like. <laughs> yeah. Like he was he was waiting. <laughs> he was he was waiting for you to come back almost. It seemed like he was. I mean, he he probably knew that I would need to get my food and I wasn't going to go there for no reason. So I wonder I if thought, he, I wonder if he asked the people inside if you would picked up your food or not. Might well, want to look into see, that. He didn't see me go inside the restaurant. I was just in my car. This is the first encounter. First time I saw him was just inside my car the whole time. And he knew I had to do something there. He knew yeah, he, there he, all the time. Yeah, I saw where you were. You pulled up. I mean, the, you were as close to the door as you could get. Mm-hmm. You know, so he had to know you were coming there to the restaurant. Yeah. And then five minutes later, I came back, thought he wasn't there. I didn't see anyone there. I didn't see him inside. Pulled inside to try to get my food. I I pace a lot, so I was pacing to the door. I said, oh, he's still here, and that's why I tried to record. But by that time, it was too late. I couldn't record in that time because by then, boom, he just punched me right in the face the second he walked through the door. Yeah, on the video, you can see him race across the parking lot, throw open the door, and just come right at you, and bam, just, you know, you kind of turn. You're trying to pull out your your cell phone, or you just kind of turn, and that's it. Yeah. Yes, I'll have to look. The, the way that the windows are, you can see in perfectly fine during the nighttime, but you can barely see out. And right. the way I saw him out, I saw a silhouette. I didn't know it was him, but narrowing it down to someone that looked like they were 300 pounds, 400 pounds, a silhouette of someone, I made the guess that it was him, and that's when I decided to try and pull up my phone to start recording. But he saw everything that was happening inside before he even got to the door. Right. So the video... So what happens? He he smashes you. You hit the ground. The employees kind of pull him off of you, or well, there's only one employee there, and she's a she's probably like one thirty female. And what what can she really do? She was just trying to tell him to get off of him, get off of me, get off of me, get off of me. But he was still attacking me on the ground. He was trying to take my phone. He was like pulling my arm. And stuff. He's like, "What did you say? You never threatened me again. You don't threaten me." And I didn't know what he was talking about at right. first. Well, all you said was "go f- yourself" or something. Yeah, right? or what? I said it probably like around two times the initial time. That's hardly it. a threat. Yeah, disrespectful maybe, but not a not a. Oh yeah, very disrespectful. Yeah, I, would but- be I would say something back if someone said that to me, but. To the point of assaulting them, I wouldn't do that. No, and I certainly wouldn't wait five minutes. Like at, at the mm-hmm. very least, at fi- within that five minutes, he could have – he had plenty of time to talk himself down and realize it's not worth you know, getting into a physical altercation. Not that he was concerned about you. Like he's he's thinking, you know, I, I can go smash this guy probably because he smashes inmates all the time and they don't do anything. Yeah. So you become desensitized when you're in that environment. Um, so what happens then? So the, the 
they call the cops like did you try and get into your car did you try and leave or you were you did you want the cops to come i wanted them to come i was okay. shaking up I, I didn't want to be assaulted and have this guy get away with him i thought he was gonna be arrested frankly because everything's on camera i said i said to the patrons in there i don't think it's public but i think they have it because i don't have it i was pacing around the whole restaurant for probably like around five minutes until the police came and I was like, someone please call the cops. Someone please call the cops. I need EMS. I need EMS. Because I was very dizzy at that point. Like, I was, I was just so scared to do anything. Like, my world was, was spinning around. And he took your phone. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. He probably thought he had authority over me at that point, And he just took it. Well, I wonder if he was going to try and uh, erase the footage or... I, like, I wonder why, why take the phone? Like, what, what is the purpose of taking the phone? Unless he's trying to erase the, um, the recording. But what recording did you even have at that time? I had nothing. Well, you, you had the record. Well, you did have the recording of the interaction in the parking lot, which he probably realized that he didn't want. Maybe. He didn't yeah, want but- it made public or be able to be seen. If he was, if he was being sued, he doesn't want people a jury to see that he blocked your exit and then had you arrested like yeah. it's you know what i'm saying it's uh um, well, yeah that information is still all public record or like the security cameras will see that and everything but that happened two months ago i don't know if he, he was thinking about that he might have been thinking that i was recording him on the initial impact of uh when i first said you to him that's right. what i was thinking maybe well, i don't i don't know why he took it Maybe he tried to use his authority over me and try to exert something that he never had, but he took it. So the cops show up, and what happened? Uh, well, first of all, the one officer there, he was – I saw in the body cam, he was like trying to ease Earl. His name's Earl D'Angelo, the person that assaulted me. Right. He was trying to ease him. But when they first showed up, it was crazy. There was like – it was a code three over there. And there was like at least seven officers there. The first officer to talk to me asked for ID, and he's like, oh, what happened? I said, I'm really shaking up right now. I need to talk to EMS. I don't know how clear I can be with this. So I tried to give him a little rundown. I said, I said, fuck you to him. I said, all this and this and this. I said, fuck you, fuck you fast to him. Went to go away for five minutes, came back after five minutes, walked aside to get my food. He walked in right behind me and punched me in the face. That's the brief rundown I gave him, but I was still really dizzy at that point. Right. It got better overall, but then my friend came and he explained things better than I could have of what happened inside the car and what I said to him. And then they then they turned around and well, that was the which officer was that anyway? Was that the the one of them was like a trainee, right? Uh, the main one who talked to me was Officer Bass. He was the one that I got the body camera. I tried to foil all the rest of them, but didn't give them to me. So the one, the main one, I think he was the responding officer. He's the first one who talked to me. He's really the only one who did talk to me, except all their officers coming around for like 30 seconds asking me what happened. Yeah, but is he the one that checked the, is he the one that is basically friends with the warden? No, I I don't, the one that's friends with the warden is the black officer that was there. I forgot his name, but I'm pretty sure he was friends with him. He never, he never really talked to me. I never really had an interaction with them. Did you see the video where they go and they watch the they watch the warden come race across? You haven't you haven't seen the video? I have seen it. Oh, okay, because I mean, it, he races across the parking lot, 
you know, thrusts open the door and, and slams you, you know, punches you several times. And then when they're looking at it, the one officer, he's basically Spanish or Mexican or something. He's mm-hmm. saying like, he's like, okay, well, this is an assault. And the, the black officer, which is the friend of the wardens is saying, is saying, well, I don't know. Like, what do you mean you don't know? Well, I don't know. Like all, I can kind of see what happened, but I don't really know what happened. I mean, it's pretty obvious what happened. You're, you're not, you're not a threat to him. Your back is to the door. Like you're, you're just in there. You've waited five minutes and he runs up and assaults you. Whatever happened prior to that is irrelevant. So I, I, so I was, I remember watching that going and look, I saw the whole thing. Like I saw the whole video and I can't see a way that it was acceptable that he assaulted you. I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, he's an officer. I don't know how long he's worked there or anything, but to not have that common sense to realize that I never said a word to him when I came back and had him punch me in the face. And it's shown on the video. It's shown that he walked inside, didn't wait no more than 10 seconds to punch me in the face. I mean, I don't know what the officer was thinking to even bring that up or to even say that, oh, who's at fault with this? Just, just, just someone that we hold to a high standard like that to even ask that question is disgusting to me. I mean, yeah. how do you watch a video of somebody getting punched in the face and not say, "Oh, it's not my, it's not, it's, it's my fault, it's my fault"? Well, it, even listen, you, you know what he said? He he said, "Oh well, he threatened me. He said uh, yada yada yada." It's like he never could articulate exactly what the threat was. Um, mm-hmm. he, he called me a fat ass. He said one time he called me a fat sir. So f- you fat ass, and then he threatened me. What was the threat? There was no threat. Like you're saying you're trying to just, he was trying to justify the assault by saying that you had threatened him and that maybe he was in danger, but you weren't in danger five minutes later when you were across the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And as far as him feeling like, Hey, I, I can, I can, I can just go smash this guy. You, you have to understand that. I mean, I'm sure you haven't been in prison, but having myself been in prison, that the officers have absolute control over you. They can do whatever they want and whatever they write up goes. So Mm -hmm. they can write – they could go plant drugs in your locker, find the drugs, write up saying, hey, I randomly searched this guy's locker and I found drugs. There is nothing you can do. You can file a form. You can dispute it. You can say, I didn't have any drugs. He planted those drugs. Two other inmates saw him plant those drugs. But I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like it, you could have people, unless another officer says he saw the guy plant, it's, it's over. You've, you had drugs in your locker. Like there's no, there's no second guessing an officer. So if an inmate looks at you cockeyed and you punch him right in his face, all you have to do is say, oh, I was in fear of my life. He threatened me. And they go, oh, well, that was justified. So, is that even if other inmates see what happened? Oh, an inmate's word is worth nothing. It is? Really? Absolutely. You're, you're, so like, you're, you're cattle, bro. We're just cattle in there. So I can see why he – like me looking at it from the perspective of a guy who's been in prison, I know for a fact he felt 100% secure that he could get away with it. And he has friends in the police force. If it weren't for the video that just came out, he's getting away with it. He may still get away with it. You would think five minutes later you'd kind of calm down and say, is this yeah. worth it? Like, is this worth doing this and going through all this process? And 
but he also definitely felt secure that he was going to be able to get away with it. And and let's face it, you know, his his buddy made sure he didn't get arrested. Mm-hmm. You know, his buddy uh, it talked down the other officer because that other officer, I have no doubt, would have arrested him. But the way that he – I mean I had respect for him until I saw the, the body cam of him going into the, his cruiser and say, oh, he made a drop. I never made a drop. He had no proof I made a drop. Yeah, that's right. He did. He said, uh, That's right. That's why he was saying you made a drop at the prison. Mm-hmm. That's what he was trying to say. Yeah, and for him to say that with no proof just off of his word, the word is word, uh, kind of made me lose some respect for the responding officer because – why would you say that to make me look bad to your supervisor that could say that he wants him arrested? Well, what about the phone? When you got the phone back, you got the phone back. You looked at the you sh- you saw the video. You gave them the the what what happened there? What do you mean when I gave got the phone back from from Earl? Yeah, you got your phone back. You were still in the parking lot when you got the phone back. You got your phone back. Mm-hmm. So what? Well, I, I asked for the officer to get it back for me, and he 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 went to go get it like right away because he knew that he probably knew that it wasn't larceny because in statute and larceny it has to be intent to keep. So he probably he went right away to get my phone and said, "Oh, the other phone said yeah." He handed it right back to me, but I had nothing on my phone. Okay, so what did you give? Didn't you give video to? Oh, that's what you're talking. About. Yeah, the SIM card. I thought you meant when he ta- took my phone. Uh, the SIM card. Yeah. So what happened? Because you had the whole thing on. It was all recorded, right? Yeah, I very much up by giving that to them. I had everything audio recorded, everything video recorded. And I said it's my only copy, and I gave it to them like a dumbass. I'm so stupid for doing that. Have you gotten it back? Have you gotten nope. a copy? Nothing. Not even my lawyer has a copy of it. Are they saying they even have it? Bro, I'll be, I don't listen, know. I, listen, I bet you, I'm, I'll bet you they say they lost it or, oh, there was nothing on it. It was, he didn't record it. I mean, listen, it's obvious that, that whole, that little click of officers, I'm not saying all the deputies in that town are, but it's, it's, it's obvious something's up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there is. It, it, it's just that one officer's actions saying whose fault is it could carry to everybody else could could lead an example because I don't know if he was a supervisor. I don't I don't know. His one actions could influence everyone else's like the rookie officer there. He was influenced by that decision of what happened. He asked the proper questions. And now when he goes to something like this again, he's not going to arrest somebody who was clearly at fault on video assaulting somebody. You could tell just watching the video, you could tell he didn't understand why why they weren't arresting yeah. the the warden. Mm-hmm. Um until they basically started to try and basically walked him, you know, talked him down. And um uh, so has your lawyer requested a copy of the SIM card? Everything. And they to have my, To my knowledge he has not gotten it. I don't know if he got it in to tell me but to my knowledge, he has not gotten a copy of the SIM card. The other two body cam footages and the actual – they recorded the screen with their camera. He has not gotten that either. Well, when was the last time you talked to him? Friday. <laughs> okay, so he hasn't gotten it since Friday. Yeah. Or, or, or prior to Friday. Um, mm-hmm. What is the – what? so what is he saying he's going to do? Well, first of all, he's saying that – 
he's going to get another law firm to help out because he's saying that this is big. Right. So there's two lawsuits that can happen, one with Roe directly and one with the prison. So the prison one, I have to wait until my charges get dismissed or whatever. And the interesting thing that happened was I talked to him this Friday, and he said that I made an original complaint with the addictions attorney's office probably around three or four days after. And he said to me, the reason why they know nothing about this is because I misspelled my own name. <laughs> they said I spelled my own name wrong and that they said it's void on the, on the paper that I get the complaint. So when did they put it all together that it was you and that there was a complaint? When did, when did they put that together after the video came out? Well, the original video, uh, the Junkyard News uploaded the first video about it, and that's when they knew, oh. It's not yeah, going this, away? Yeah, it's not going away. Because I made so many calls before the Junkyard News video came out. I probably called. I was annoying. I was probably calling three times a week. I even went there once to say, hey, what, what's happening with this? I went there in person because I wasn't busy. I went there in person to say, hey, what's happening with this? I made a complaint probably like a month ago, and I said I'll get a call back a week later. Have got a call back. He's just like. Oh, oh, okay. It's probably in our office. That's what the clerk said to me. It's probably in our office. I don't see it down here. And I said, what does that mean? She said, it doesn't mean anything. It just means it's our office. So I got her email and everything and then kept calling. No response or anything. I left so many voice messages, everything. And so finally it took the Junkyard News to upload a video about it for the elected official. How did you get in touch? How did you get in touch with them? I emailed them. Okay. I met a whole bunch of people because I wasn't really involved with this First Amendment stuff until it happened to me. I got involved with it probably like a week after. I started watching all these deals like, oh, shit, this happens everywhere. Right. And then I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I was decent with the police before, but now I, I hate them. <laughs> I, I don't hate them. I have a complete disdain for them. Like before I was like, oh, yeah, I did this and this and this and this. I let them. I tell them everything. I said, oh, I was coming from here, coming from there. Now I get put on until I'm nothing. Right. Just because of that one interaction I had with them. Yeah, it's like it's it's the one percent that makes the ninety nine percent look bad. It you is. Know, you all you need is one asshole and, and people immediately you know, because it's it's the badge and the you know and the uniform and that you just immediately associate all of them as being, being bad after something like that. Mm-hmm. So yep. so I interrupted you. You said you you were making phone calls uh, to to them, you sent an email, you went by then the video went up, and then what? They contacted your attorney? They contacted the elected prosecutor, contacted my attorney. He said to me, <laughs> It was funny how he said, He's like, Man, you had an elected, pro- elected prosecutor calling me. I thought it was for a homicide case. He said that to me, and I'm like, Oh, I, I, I told you. Yeah. He says, Man, they're, they never got your complaint. They never got anything about this complaint. They don't even know you existed here. I'm like, are you sure you – he was like to me, are you sure you made a complaint? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I made a complaint because he thought I didn't make a complaint properly either. But I didn't make a complaint properly, and I told him, yeah, I made this complaint and everything. And then on Friday, the last time I talked to him was Friday, and he said it didn't have the right name on it. So that's why the, the, the complaint didn't get circulated or anything. And now they're looking into it. Oh, now they're really looking into it. So, you know, you know these these little towns have such such control over everything, like over the, their their small 
their, their little local newspapers, you know, uh, the people in the town, the businesses in the town, the, the, the little, the little, um, commissions, you know, the commissioners, like they, they have a lot of control, a lot of the, the sheriff's deputies, you know, the sheriff. So, I mean, usually they can make something go away. The moment it starts to get national press, it becomes a problem for them. So sometimes, a lot of times I've noticed is that the mistake that they tend to make is thinking we can cover this up. Okay, you say this, you say this, you say this. And since they have such control, since it's such a good old boys network, right? Yeah. It's they they know the they know the the judge or the judges in the county. They know the you know the prosecute and they all work together. So because of that, they they probably feel like we can arrange it in such a way that we can insulate ourselves by you say this, I'll say this, he'll say this, the judge says this. But when the national media gets you know a hold of it and it gets national attention, a lot of that, it makes it much more difficult. But it's not that they won't still try. And what always kills me is this, is that when they try, they'll try and try. And then when it fails, they'll continue this kind of you know, draconian, just Machiavellian lie and, and try and just make it go away by lying about it. Where to me, the best course of action is to come out immediately and do everything from now on by the book. Like that's the best course of action for them. Come out. We made a mistake. Here are the mistakes. Here's what we've done to correct it. Here's what we're doing to make it right. But instead, Typically, what they do is continue that lie and they create a conspiracy and then nobody ends up trusting the police. Yep. It's just a, it's a common problem for these small towns when they get themselves into a jam. I really thought uh, this would be quick. I, I thought after hearing what the person said to me, I'll hear back in a week. Right. Didn't hear nothing. And all this happened because they wanted to try and cover up, say I, I misspelled my own name. I don't right. know how I misspelled my own name. Well, so, so listen, he, you know what I'm thinking? Like to me, if they were smart, they would have come to you immediately and tried to offer you a settlement. Listen, we fucked up. We're, we're going to put a, you know, we're going to, we're going to put a, um, you know, whatever notice. And this, this officer, he's going to have to take training. Uh, he's going to get a, uh, you know, get a, a mark against him and they're going to place it in his file. Uh, we apologize. We're going to go ahead and we've charged the, the warden. Uh, he's going to get probation and we'd like to give you $20,000 and just go away. You know, and then obviously your lawyer comes back and says, Oh, hell no, it's this much. And you negotiate and you end up yeah. getting whatever it is. 200,000, half a million. I don't know what it is, but whatever that figure is, you quash it as quick as possible. Like that's the best course of action for them. Quash this as quick as possible to try and get it out of the media. But, you know, they don't. And then they end up paying millions of dollars and nobody feels for them. I feel bad for the taxpayers. That's the way the system works. It, it, it doesn't benefit anyone except myself. It doesn't benefit the tax. It, it affects the taxpayers. And that's disgusting. It should affect the department. It should affect everything around the department, but it affects me and you. Well, you're certainly never going to trust a cop when he pulls up. No, and anybody never. that sees that video doesn't want inter any interaction at all with the police after seeing that video. No. 
man, I'm so, I'm, so, I'm super curious to know what, you know, what the worst part is like whatever they, if they do come to you, they, they'll immediately want you to sign a confidentiality agreement just to make it go away. Um, yeah, I'm curious to know what, what happens. You got to keep in touch with me. Let me know what happens. I will. Um, I'm going to, I've been updating everybody on email about what's been happening in the process. And we'll also learn on Fridays that I didn't mention yet. It's probably going to be longer. They are exempting the whole prosecuting office, exempting themselves from both cases. So they can't prosecute Earl. They can't prosecute me. So that's probably another six months down the line of what's going to happen. Okay. So, so what, they're going to go to a neighboring county and have them yeah, handle it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Because they got so many phone calls of people and everything like that. Listen, that's actually, I mean, you may not think that, but I'm, I'm sure your lawyer told you that's probably, that's probably a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Right? It probably is, but it's going to take forever. And I just want to get to get to the part of where people are held accountable. That's my main thing, especially Earl. I want to get to where he is fired from his job, never be able to hold another government position. Again, I just want to get to that step as soon as possible so he doesn't abuse anybody else inside the, or outside the prison. Yeah, I was going to say. He still has a job. He's still working there. I was going to say, you ever watch the First Amendment um auditors and you'll see an officer that is just goes nuts for no reason it's like like that guy shouldn't he shouldn't he shouldn't be in a position of authority some people just can't some people just shouldn't be in a position of authority i don't know how people their peers can look at that i i just don't know how say his peers can look at that video and say what he did was okay yeah well, unless anyway. you're being yeah. very biased towards him it's, it's just fascinating to me the amount of effort that goes to protecting this guy instead of the amount of effort making it right. Well, I think the the argument for him will be that the assault took place outside or off of prison grounds. The problem is that it started on prison grounds. Does that make sense? He had an interaction with you and he carried it off of prison. So that that doesn't like that doesn't make it right. He started it on prison grounds and what he did while on the prison's grounds, what that alone was, you know, he held you there against your will by blocking your, your ability to leave. And he had you arrested for something that you didn't do, you know, and, fi- you know, whatever, filed trespassing, like this whole thing that this guy, this guy's a problem. He's turned it into, he's turned this into a really, really big deal when all he had to do was say, Hey man, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm just, Park my car. I'm looking at my thing. I'm leaving right now. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. No problem. Like that. That could have been. It could have been that simple. I could have avoided this 110. percent He stayed in his car. Wouldn't have happened. He let me leave. Wouldn't have happened. I would not even know his name if he just let me leave that prison that one day. But instead, he had to block me in. Say I was making all these drops, which I never did. Everybody. Hey, I appreciate you guys watching the video. Do me a favor. If you like the video, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell so you get notified of videos like this. Leave me a comment in the comment section. Also, we're going to leave uh, any social media links that uh, that Christian wants me to leave, and we'll leave a link to uh, Junkyard News's, uh, to the, well, probably to his channel and to the video itself. And we're going to go ahead and play the entirety of the video also right now so check it out no. you're in a prison okay am i am i restricted property is this a private prison it's a prison is it private you know yes sir. is it private is it private no you're okay welcome, it's public you're welcome here 
What? You're welcome here. Thank you. I'm gonna go now. I don't know how you're gonna go. Are you a cop? You're a correction officer. Is that a corrections officer or a cop? It's, this is public property. This is public property. It doesn't matter. It's public. You can't do that. Is he a cop? Is he a firm cop? Anytime you come to a prison, your vehicle is Oh, you're not searching anything of mine. If you look at that sign, when y'all pass You're not searching nothing. You know what's going to be funny? You're not searching nothing. I don't care. Is this restricted property? Anyway, talk to somebody, act like you got some sense. Oh, I, I study law. I know all this stuff. Anyway, I was just going here. <sighs> anyway, when you pass that sign, you're subject. Well, you're not searching. You're not searching. You're not searching me. I'm going to go, and you nothing's going to happen. Where's your supervisor? Where's your supervisor? Where's your supervisor? Where's your supervisor? You know what? Quick work. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to film all around here. That's what I'm going to do. That's exactly what I'm about ready to do. It's public. It's public, so he can. I'm looking up. I'm just telling you. Because ain't nobody got sense around here. Talking to me? Are you a supervisor? Yeah. I'm trying to leave. Can I leave? Whoa, 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 whoa. What you doing up here? I'm allowed to. This no, is public property. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So what you doing? Get a cop here? over here. I want to leave. I'm trying to leave. That's all I'm trying to do at this point. I want to leave. Can I leave? No, you can't. Oh, okay. And who, who funds that? Who funds that? Oh, 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 oh. Don't answer anything. Oh, you're not getting any answers from me. I thought I was let me leave. You're so stupid. It's not. It's publicly funded. Taxpayers fund this. Are you? Are you good or something? You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And out here, call the police. Call the police. Thank you. I'm trying to leave. 
Well, they're coming, so. I'm not going to build it. Coffee? Coffee. Come on with it. Alright. No, you're not you're not touching me. Are you a cop? Um, this is my Hey man, don't play with me. You're not cuffing me. Yes I am. No, you're not. Can't yes. record. Boy, ain't nobody answering the damn radio, right here was escorted off the compound a couple of weeks ago by the sheriff about the state troopers they arrested them so when they see me up here getting food they come out threatening me to stand the other circling the parking lot running around the parking lot oh you fat motherfucker we got you out here in the public now we gonna get you so I come back in here this that another so he on the inside then then when he threw me I came inside and I knocked his ass out and the other one didn't get out the car that's exactly what I did where are they at you got one still in the car and the other one for the same season. See, the state troopers locked them up about three weeks ago on the compound trying to take pictures of our country. Right. So when they see me out here, they're going to make any threats and all this for is me. I'm okay. not going. Okay. What car are they at? They in this beat up one right here. See, the other one's still hiding off in here. See, he was up. The last time. So does he work up here or something? Or he nah, nah. Up? So when they when they seen my truck, oh, you the warden? Yeah, motherfucker, we coming back for you, this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. Okay. 
No, I ain't going. That's the phone. I can get the phone back if I want to. You got his phone? Yeah. See what the other one look like? Yeah, see, he's a chubby one. See, he was in the passenger side. I know he didn't see nobody help. He must have hopped out around. Right, yeah, it was as soon as I went back in. Okay. And he's talking, yeah, motherfucker, we coming back. You think I'm for seven late? You think I'm threatening me? Yeah, I got the text. I remember you texted me the location. I didn't know I thought you just wanted to. So that's what you Right. Okay. If I'd have known that, I would have just come up here earlier. What's a good phone number for you? 870. when the state troopers locked them up. Just dealt with them. So what kind of threats did you make for them? Talking about what they were going to do to me, this, that, and the other. So when I came back, I was going back inside then, because even the lady said something. She said, Mr. Earl, she said, I don't know those guys. I believe they got problems, this, that, and the other. So they was already out here making the threats when I was going back inside. So when I was going back in, yeah, motherfucker, this is what I'm going to do. And that's when I knocked his ass out. And I, that's what exactly what I did. Try to attack them. Hey, what the fuck? Joe, come up here and I mean, you walk, walk right here. What, you don't get on. food? You got your order yet? No. I'm not even hungry. She got his food right there. Came up. What did he do? What did he do? Well, I walked in there without even seeing him, and then I said, "Pull back the cameras. You see everything." He didn't even. They're Take this man in jail. Bullshit. So walk me, walk me through what happened. Yeah. I was driving. I said, is that the warden to him? Is that the warden? He's like, yeah. So I pulled right there. I said, hey, I'd fuck you to him. I made, I said, fuck you to him. All right. They went up to my car and said, who are you? And you'd be like, this is the window. Hey, no, he, he tried to rip the rear view mirror off. Or the side, side mirror? He ripped my handle off. He tried to rip it. He ripped his handle off, trying to open the door. He was on the window up, so he, the, the dude, the warden, I'll whatever you his name it. is, he should have, he should have gone for a punch, he couldn't punch him, 
Are you listening? I'm listening. Oh, okay. Not bad. So he tried to go for a punch, but the window was rolled up. Like, it was, it was going, it was rolling up, and he tried to go for a punch. And that's when I was, like, walked off, because I don't want to deal with it. But I wasn't here for the second half, but... Throw the camera's back. I was literally in there alone, and he walked in behind me. I see it. You're red right now. Did they see it in there? Everyone saw it in there. Yeah. You can see he turns his phone towards him. He's trying to record everything happened so fast. He knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. He knew it was coming. See, he's looking at the door like, there he comes. Like he's going to record him. He didn't have enough time because he saw the hit coming. But why would he stand right from the door? Because he seen he's coming in for him. That don't matter. Oh no! Either way, he's in the wrong. Which so, one? What you mean? I'm saying which one is in the wrong. The one that punched him. Mm. Yeah, what? But this bat's caught. Do you anything for me? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's right. No, because that was just the first time. I, I don't know where he come, where the director comes from. Uh, okay. See, and that's not the beginning because Chris called his order in. There's Chris again. So he's messing with him. No, that's not Chris. Yeah, we're going to have to let somebody duplicate Do you want to do it at two? Yeah, two times would be good. You can come on then. Oh, you can't? Okay. I think he sees them. 
That's what it is. He saw him through the, the windows, maybe. And he's parking. Chris said something. Oh, that's when he ripped his door handle on. Is that? Oh. Yeah. 